You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter, follow the show, Strictly Anonymous, me at Cartoon Therapy. If you haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe. If you could write a review, write a review. I've only got bad reviews lately, so can't someone write a fucking good review? Um, it only takes like two minutes of your time. Uh, what else? If you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. I say it's an advice show because I like to give my advice. Um, but most people just call in to talk about their interesting lives and their secret lives or naughty lives. But I really, like I said, like to give advice. So if you have a problem, even if it's just like a regular problem about relationships or life or like addiction, uh, I'd love to have you on your show, on the show. I think I give good advice, even though it's unprofessional. But if you're also like the other callers on my show when you have a secret life, that you want to talk about while remaining totally anonymous, you could be on the show as well. So send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Today I have a guy named Bob who call, uh, wrote in and said that he found my podcast because he listened to the um, the fe- the guy who had the fetish for pregnant chicks because this guy has that same thing going on um he and he's really into escorts so those things kind of go together just like my my other caller with the and you know he does find escorts who are pregnant but as well as sometimes when they're not pregnant he bangs them too i mean he really just strictly has sex with escorts he lost his virginity way late in life um because the this other thing that we talk about a lot on this podcast is that he has um high functioning autism and that's something that I know and knew nothing about. I know a little bit more after talking to him. So I have to apologize ahead of time in case I sound sort of ignorant or say stupid things on this podcast when it comes to that part of his life because I don't know anything about it. But And I did have a lot of questions because I don't really understand it. Um, and we talked a lot besides talking about all the details about him banging escorts and pregnant girls and all the stuff that he's into. We talk a lot about his love life because, it, or lack of, um, and it ties into the whole autism thing that he has. And I just couldn't sort of figure out whether it's an issue or it's because he has that. And like, I, some people might be listening that know a lot more than I do and be like, yeah, duh, Kathy, like that's just the way that it goes. I don't know. So like I said, I'm apologizing ahead of time if I sound ignorant um, on the whole subject. I just don't know enough about it, but it's super interesting because you learn a lot about that, um, as well as interesting because you hear all about his fetish for pregnant chicks, how he finds them. I mean, he does, like I said, straight up escorts. That's who he sleeps with. Um, He talks about threesomes, how many times he's done that, pregnant strippers, where he found them, and all kinds of stuff. Anyway, (laughs) I'm not going to give it all away. It's in the intro. You could read that. Uh, So sit back, relax, and I'll be right back on with Bob. Do you have a story? 
lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, Hey, Bob, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? Hey, Kathy, glad to be talking to you. Yeah, totally. You told me, you emailed me and told me that you got into my podcast. I guess you were Googling for like pregnant, you know, fetish porn or something, right? (laughs) Yeah. And you found my one. I only had, like, I've had a lot of repeat stuff on my podcast, right? But I've never repeated the whole pregnancy thing. But of course, with like any fetish, right? Like if one person's into it, you're going to find tons of other people into it, right? Um, And you happen to be into the whole pregnant fetish thing too, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's a little hard to find pregnant finishing things, but it's there's definitely a community out there. Like I was searching, I saw one video that said pregnant actually outranked cheerleader on Pornhub. Oh, really? They'd rather. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, I mean, so it's like there's guys that are definitely into it. Oh, for sure. That's what's so like amazing and maybe depressing about the internet because just when you think you're the only one or maybe we used to think before the internet like we were unique if we like like something or you know, I don't know. But like you know, you find out that if you're into it or think it or you know, chances are there's thousands of other people if not a lot more other people that are feel the same way that you do, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And and, and I mean, there's communities of people that are into it, exchange photos, exchange videos, I mean, lots of girls make money camming and stuff doing it. Yeah, that one guy that I had on, I mean, he was fucking escorts who like specifically did that, like, you know, that mm-hmm. was like their thing, right? They were like pregnant escorts yeah. like that, you know, for guys that yeah. are into that. So obviously there's a market for it. There's guys that are into it. So you're mm-hmm. one of those guys, right? Now, I know yeah. that you also said in your email that you started later in life, you lost your virginity to escorts. So there's like a whole escort thing that we're going to be talking about here too. But like, Let's start out with like how you figured out that you even had this fetish. Oh, the, 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 I mean, I mean, fetish. I mean, when it came kind of like a fetish was when I was a teenager and starting to get interested in girls, period. But like I've been fascinated with pregnant women since like I was like four years old. I mean, it's something like that in always what way? Been kind of, I mean, it's like your body's changing. You, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's one of those things. It's like it's it's it it, it it's like I, I grew up in kind of a more religious family, so sex was something that. I mean, the the time I got the the talk was the time I got caught viewing porn on the internet. Right. So, mm-hmm. It was it wasn't discussed. It was forbidden yeah. or taboo. It was like you're only gonna have sex yeah. when you get married, kind of a thing, right? And it was always one of these things. It's like, yeah, I mean, you know, okay, it's like, well, when people get together, babies happen. And like, you never quite understand why. And that that mystery, I think, kind of fed into it. Oh, so right. So all of a sudden you see someone pregnant and your mind starts thinking backwards. Like, how did they get pregnant kind of thing? Well, yeah. Well, and it, it it's that, and it's like I mean, you're you're like four or something. You don't, yeah. I mean, you don't know the world, and you're not going to be told the world. So, and I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's like when you start learning. Uh, I mean, when you start discovering sex, it starts becoming okay. 
wow, it just goes further. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know but, but it wasn't, I'm assuming at four years old, it's not a sexual thing, your interest in pregnancy, right? It's, is it like yeah. more like a fascination with like, wow, yeah, I can't believe ch- they're growing a human being in there or something like that? <laughs> oh, definitely. De- I mean, de- definitely. It's just one of those things. It's like, oh, she, she, I mean, this lady's changing. I don't, I mean, why is this? Oh, there's a baby in there. How to get there? That type of thing. Right. So you were just so curious about that whole thing, right? And yeah. so then eventually you start to get horny, right, at whatever age, and you're like jerking off, and that's when you start to realize that that's something that interests you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I started looking up preg- uh, uh, pregnant porn about three minutes after I realized that there were naked women on the internet. All <laughs> right. And how old were you then? Fourteen, thirteen. How yeah, old are you now? Uh, 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 Thirty-two. Okay. So how old were you when you went when you first started Googling and jerking off, considering you were like super uh, religious? I find that sometimes like I find out guys like didn't start jerking off and didn't realize they could till sometimes it's like way later than I figured it out. Right. But it all I, really depends. I, I mean, it's it, 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 it's a little bit of a blur exactly when I. I want to say around 11, 12-ish. Right, okay. And so the minute you started figuring out that you could go online and see it, you started to look up the whole pregnant thing because that was already yeah. ingrained in you as like a horny thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it, it, I mean, it was still, I mean, it was one of those things like, I mean, this is one of the things why kids can't control, uh, be controlled on the internet. It's like, I was, when, my family was lucky. They were one of the first ones to have like online in like the early, um, mid-90s or so. So they... They had um, so like once I started getting this idea, oh, you find up naked women, you look them up, and it's back in the big nineties internet. It was all pictures back then. Yeah, but I mean, it was one of the. I mean, my parents actually freaked out when it happened, and I mean, they like Boy, they, they put caught a lock you. On the, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I I didn't I knew enough about computers to use how the, the internet. I just didn't know. Of how course. Browsing history. Yeah, no one knew that shit at the beginning. I don't think yeah. people still understand it completely, right? And get busted all the time. But um and did they find pregnant stuff? I mean, that must have confused your mom. Um later on, yes. I mean, like it's one of those things I I actually like got caught then like my folks being religious like freaked out and put those like filters Locks on, on. Yeah, uh-huh. Locked. And of course, I was actually technically adept enough that I installed the keylogger, stole their password, and then re- uh, promptly removed the uh, filter. Okay, but then they probably uh, caught you again, right? Oh, it's it, it's it's one of those things. It's like okay, you're now 16 or something. You're looking. We've caught you several times, and I mean, what are you going to do about it? And, right, but when they I found know. the pregnant stuff, did they ever say anything to you, or do they just? It was. Not discussed. Not, not, <laughs> not, not, not really like at all. Like, I mean, sex is like not a, t- a topic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just not. You know, I grew up in that same kind of household. So I know like my mother and father would have just, you know, brushed that under the fucking table with everything else that they were avoiding, you know, and I feel like that whole generation of people or the, a large amount of people are able to like somehow just like live in the denial of certain things, you know. And uh, so I think that that's how they cope with that kind of information. They could literally just like erase it from the brains because I would be so curious as a mom of a son, right, if I like found, you know, because it's like so specific, right? Like, why are you Googling like pregnant women, you know? Um, but so there was never any. Now, did you feel weird about it or like, you know? I, I, I mean, 
I mean, yes, you feel weird. You just yeah. got caught looking at, by, by your parents, but it's not not like, about uh, that. I mean, just as the having this as a thing, right? You know, did you feel yeah. like like what the fuck? Like, why am I into this? Like, was it confusing for you, or like, or any like, did you have, or is well, it like you I, don't even think about it? You're just so hard and you jerk off. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, she's got baby bump. Look, I mean, it's it's just like that. It's not. I mean, it's right. not something. I mean, it, it, it's like hardwired. It turns you on. It just. Does. Yeah. And you're not thinking I'm just an analyzer. So I would be like questioning myself. Like, why am I into this? I don't know. Whatever. But so. So you have this sort of fan. Now, are you married now by any chance? No, very happily single. OK, so I would know because I was just wondering if like you've ever had a wife and she's been pregnant and like all of a sudden she's like, why the hell are you banging me so much now that I'm pregnant? You know, like you would be like really into it. Right. I'm uh, not like the other guy that you had with the pregnancy fetish. I've been single throughout the whole process. And well, no, not no, yet. No. You're still young. You're 32. What age? Because yeah. you said you started late in life. What age did you first have sex and lose your virginity to the escort? Twen- uh, 24 or so, I would say. Oh, wow. So now you must have been super frustrated all through high school, college. Like, did you go to college? You just had no girlfriends? <laughs> Well, I, I mean, like, internet porn solves a lot of problems. Or maybe uh, but, it was, you were able to play it safe. Like, you know, well, what, well what, what was the problem? You couldn't meet girls or no girls wanted to date you? Or, I don't well, know. It, it's, it's like I've had, um, I mean, like, early on, uh, since I was, like, eight years old, I was di- diagnosed with high-functioning um, autism. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You wrote that in the email. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. And it, it's one of those things. It's like, I just don't have the gene to sort I, of, like, well, well, it's like, I don't, I don't catch signals in flirting like at all. Interesting. So, right. And that's a part of that. Uh huh. And it, 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 and it, it, it's one of those things with, when you start in high school, it's like kids are like the worst in, that's like the worst age. Cause you have the mix of maturities. And if you're not catching signals at all, you can very easily be the victim of the cruel joke. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that comes like, what does that, what does that look like to the other person? Right. That's used to seeing guys sort of behave the way that uh, uh, they do behave. Right. I, I don't know. It's, I mean, like it's, I mean, I'll even admit this. Like, I mean, my first date I got stood up on. Oh, wait, you, before you, before you, well, what did you do before that, that turned her off if you weren't even there? Uh, it, it was one of the, I, I mean, I, I, the way I saw it backwards, it was like, this was all one cruel joke from the beginning and. Oh, like I she was, was never going to show end. up. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Yeah. And I mean, it's like, I, I mean, I, I mean, it's one of those things it was caught. I mean, it was high school and. Shit like that. People are really mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you this. You said you were diagnosed, right? What made you go and get looked at like i mean did you feel like something was wrong Um, did your parents feel like something was wrong because i feel like a lot of people are highly functioning on the spectrum right and don't even know it well it's one of those things like i i mean i got in probably more fights than than the average kid in like grade school middle school and it it it, i mean like they i ended up going to see a therapist about it and they they put um i should put it they i mean they saw patterns that they thought might be i mean i was having problems in school wise other 
otherwise. And it was one of these things like, and people don't understand this about autism. It's like you get a high, I mean, it's a spectrum and you get yeah. kind of tremendous, tremendous benefits out of it. Like yeah. you can focus focus, concentrate on things that are really interested in you and maybe nobody else in the world is interested in it and you become the expert by default. Right. Mm -hmm. And they, um, in like, it was weird. I would be reading like college level textbooks in middle school in areas that I was interested in, but at the same time I was failing algebra. Right. Cause you weren't interested in it. Right. So you're like yeah. super ju genius and one thing, but if you're not, you can't even sort of. Yeah. And, and that, that that's a common thing on people on the spectrum, but uh -huh. uh, I mean, to go into the relationship things, like I say, it's common in people on the spectrum, not to see facial cues or relationships. And I'll, I mean, I know it's common among, I mean, including myself, it's it's really common for a lot of people on the spectrum just to like instantly put up armor in relationships because, I mean, like, I mean, you're not going to catch the, I mean, like, I don't know, it's. But well, let me ask you, you this. Do you have when you're on the spectrum, right? I don't know much about this. And it's also it's like equally as fascinating to me as your pregnant <laughs> fetish. Right. Um, do you have. Because I have a friend who I think is 1,000% Asperger's, right? And mm -hmm. I think it's the same. It's very similar to this the, mm -hmm. the, the spectrum autism thing because he is like the most successful person I know mm -hmm. and one of the smartest people I know. I mean, he's like major successful, right? And I think that, that you know, his sort of Asperger's plays into that, right? Because he's just so sort of got his blinders on to any of the other nonsense that people that have all the emotions deal with right so and but I don't think that he knows how to sort of experience or has the desire for a romance in his life because I don't think he sort of feels it so I was wondering like you as somebody that's on the spectrum as much as you can take the cues right do you feel like that you want romance and you or is that not even there as well not it, it, it it's one of those weird it's like you want romance without relationships. And I know that, that you can't have that. When, I mean, it's one. So you do have the desire to sort of have yeah. intimacy and be close to, to somebody. Yeah, but it's not, you can't, it's, it's, it, it, I mean, it's, it's a two way street and you can't read both ways. And it's, it, it's really hard to be vulnerable with someone like when they don't, when you can't, I mean, when you're not seeing what their intentions are. When, right, when you can't even, right. So you would need, does it work for you? <laughs> have you ever had any relationships that have worked? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 3579. That's 347 420 Three five seven nine. You could call that number twenty four seven. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. 
Not. I mean, I mean, not not romantically. I mean, right? Because I'm mean, wondering what if you. Fr- I'm not a. I'm not a hermit. I'm not living. Right, your friends. Life, no, I mean romantically. Just, no. Yeah. Like, no, would it be? Really. Would it help if, like, you like? Would it be that you'd have to find somebody that's like really communicates their feelings a lot, or does it not even matter if they uh, communicate it? You just don't get it, so it doesn't sort of fulfill you. Well, it's it's hard to explain. It's not a, com- it's not a communication. I mean, it, it's not just a communication issue. It's, I mean, like, I mean. I mean, a lot of girls don't realize how hard the first encounter is. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I always thought like if I could get past those first counters and get to the fourth date, I'd probably be golden. Mm-hmm. But you can't and, get first past those. Oh, yeah. And it's it's like it's one of those things. It's like you get enough of those. You're the horrible first date mentalities. And you just decide it's like it's not worth it. And I mean, like, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's like the girl at the Spearman Rhino is always going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So, so, right. Okay. So you, so you never had, so you had issues dating girls. You don't even necessarily, when you say you want a relation, you want romance, but without the relationship, is it because you don't, don't believe in monogamy or you don't want to be locked down to somebody like you're like, what I, does that mean? I mean, it's like if I ever, I mean, I, I mean, I do kind of believe in monogamy. I mean, if I found Miss Perfect, I wouldn't want to go all around, but it's like, I don't, I don't want to leave. I wouldn't want to, I would want to find a girl that would let me have a wandering eye, but just not act on it. Right. Okay. Right. So maybe you could talk about it and stuff like that. Um, all right, so I don't want to focus so much on that kind of stuff. I'm so curious about it, but like, you know, I'm sure people want to hear like the whole pregnancy thing. But anyway, I want to also, though, hear about your first experience with the escort, right? So you're like 24, you still haven't got laid, you, you can't figure out the whole girl thing, right? So how do you get into or how do you know or who turns you on to the whole hire an escort thing? Um frustration the internet find things out on your own i mean right, like cool i mean it was still at the time when Backpage was active and like well no not well i yeah no it was back it wasn't when uh craigslist has gone down but Backpage was still up and it was i'm trying to think yeah the first one was Backpage. right well I whatever mean, I, 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 it was one, yeah, of those, one of those you went online yeah, one of those you found things someone? i've been looking for a while and i finally got the balls to pull the trigger right cool and now how was your first experience it's uh, honestly, it's it, it, it. I mean, like, I've had a lot better sex since then, but it wasn't like, I mean, one, it was, it was one of those things also. As I was looking for, let's have a pregnant girl because this is the fetish. And yeah, my first experience, she was not pregnant. It was just, I was tired of waiting and tired of having blue balls. And she took the call and we went for it. Okay, cool. So you couldn't find a pregnant one before. So you, so you, it's not like she lied and said she was pregnant. You, you finally just was like, fuck it. I'll just go for one that isn't pregnant just to like yeah, get no, off. Yeah, right. it looked like she had a little punch and it's like, good enough. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, she was $200 just fat. later. <laughs> she was just fat. Right. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. And so it was like, it was amazing. I, I think a, like a first experience could go either <laughs> way, either. And even, 
also like the first time with like your fetish, right? Like it could either be like the most amazing thing ever or it could just be like not so great. I've heard both sides of it, right? So it was just like yeah. whatever. And then so now the next time, like what what was your first experience with the pregnant girl? Like with the I'm assuming you're just with escorts. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just it's just escorts. Like I don't I mean I I mean, they, they, it's more easy for me to approach an, approach an escort and pay for sex than it is to ask for a first date. Right, to go through because you've had trauma with the first date. You, are you still in therapy yeah. to maybe work through that kind of stuff? It was, uh, I don't know, it was one of those things where I I was going into therapy as a high, in high school and it just like, it didn't, it was running in circles and I mean... I mean, the dirty thing with uh, autism is they really can't do much about it except give you drugs. Right. And I hated I hated the way the drugs treated. Like, I mean, at the high point, I was I I never had like suicidal thoughts, but I was definitely clinically depressed on some of those drugs. And right. They changed. Right. So you would prefer to be natural. But no, I mean, like, I don't know much about, like I said, autism and especially (laughs) somebody like you. Right. Because you're on the spectrum, (laughs) but you're not like you're functioning. Right. I mean, and oh, yeah, totally fine. Oh, yeah. I have a a steady job. I make decent money. Yeah. But um, what I'm saying is that, like, it's like I wonder, does because you talk a lot about like being devastated in high school and having like all these bad first dates and being the brunt of the joke. Like, I mean, just even a regular person might be mm-hmm. sort of very gun shy to, to go out there and date because of being traumatized by that. Right. But if you work yeah. through that stuff and get, you know, I think, you know, some people could sort of get past that and go back out there and date. But, you know, so I'm just wondering if like you ever sort of looked into sort of, going through that kind of rejection and the stuff that happened to you when you were younger to maybe, you know, get your sort of self-esteem back so that you can go out there and start to date again. Well, I mean, it, it, it's, it's like I say, it's not, it, it's, ju- it's just that area of my life. It's not anything else. And it's not, no, but isn't that area of your <laughs> life? Like it's a, that's a big area. No, I mean, it, it un- like, unless you're happy with escorts, but like, I mean, if you ever want to, sort of go out and have a, a, like you said, oh, meet the perfect girl. You know what I mean? I mean, there's no perfect anyone, but like to meet a girl that maybe you could be with for five or 10 years, right? You, you, you know, is that something that you would ever be interested in? I mean, you, you never want to rule it out, but it's always, it, I mean, it, it, it it's hard because it's like, I've had more meaningful conversations with escorts than I have with like actual of course well listen that's because listen you have to understand that when you're in a tra- mm-hmm. a con- like a transactional kind of relationship right with somebody mm-hmm. a stranger that there's no sort of commitment there's not you know it's very easy to open up and be yourself and let your freak flag fly it's why people come on my show I'm a total stranger and I talk to them and they tell me shit that they've never told anyone in their life because it's easier to do that than to be because what intimacy really is and why it's so scary and people have problems with it is because you're really revealing yourself to somebody that you you know really care about and maybe like and value what they think and they're sitting right in front of you and this is someone you want to stay and you don't like there's so much more into it so of course it's going to be that way that's not a testament to how great the escorts are or that because i you know that's just a testament to the the type of relationship you're sitting in it's very safe right there's nothing safer than that and i'm just saying that 
I don't know if it's your autism or if it's just you were traumatized in high school by having so many bad experiences that if you went to therapy, you could work through that and you could have sort of these great conversations maybe with somebody on a first and second date and then so you you make it to the fourth date and then into a relationship. You know? Well, I mean, mean, maybe it's, I mean, like I say, I'd been in therapy for several years and it, they always seem to be more interested in the don't get in fist fights, be responsible, push those kinds of things forward. Yeah, but that's because you were there when you were younger. I mean, that's, I'm talking like you're 32 now. I'm assuming you don't get in fist fights, right? That was when you were, that was when you were in school. Of course they were focused on that because, you know, when you're talking to middle grade person or high school, you're not going to focus on relationships with that person. You're going to focus on like just pure relationships, right? Because that's like, you needed those to sort of get out. You say you have friends, you have a job, you could function out in the real world. So now it's time to focus on fixing your relationship part of your life right if i don't know like i'm just thinking that if that's not it like i don't want to push it if that's not what you're interested in but i think why not try therapy on that as a person i'm way older than you and i've been in therapy many different times in my life for different things you know so (laughs) it's not like you go to therapy once and you're fixed most people i mean you ever listen to howard stern i don't know i'm a howard fan oh yeah yeah he's been in therapy his whole life he goes three times a week forever like i mean it's not like you know some people just need it and it's just like it's like if if you have a problem you want to solve it you know you do what you got to do so i would say you have an issue with relationships i think it sounds obvious it's because of a lot of things that happened to you when you were younger you said plenty of things in the first 5 minutes i talked to you that would that showed that you were you know you had a lot of rejection and it really affected you when you were in high school and it's sort of shaped who you are today and you now you're 32 it's way later you shouldn't care about it anymore but the fact that it still sort of rules your life and you could only sort of be open and yourself with escorts is a is a thing that you could work through in therapy well i mean it's 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 also like i didn't i mean i didn't know my diagnostic until well into college when i actually read the papers because my, yeah. my folks didn't did they didn't tell you right oh no 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 it was it was and i i mean i understand why they did it they don't one of the things with autism that's really hard in the school system is they don't i mean you can be genius in one way and um regressive in another and yeah. they don't and the schools don't like the schools like to put you on the short bus or in the genius pool and they don't want to and they think that no two no point shall they ever meet and my folks understood that if you take the option of if you go into the ieps the special programs right it's very difficult to get out of those right so they didn't want to put they didn't want to label you into that yeah and they didn't even i mean i I think the therapists even thought like, listen, if you fight these battles, you're not going to fight the other ones. And early on, I like, I I, I mean, I did not want to be in therapy when I first was put in just because it was like, I I don't want to be a head shrink. I don't want to do this. I mean, I, of course you're in high school. It's like, you don't want to feel like something's wrong with you. I mean, that's what it feels like. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean like the first time, literally I sat there for an hour just being silent, throwing cards into a hat. Right. Uh Took you a long time to open up. Yeah. 
And believe it or not, therapists are really good at breaking awkward silence. Like they got me in on the second time. Yeah, there you go. Well, but no, I just think, listen, I just think, you know, life is short. You only live once. Why? You know, at some point in your life, maybe it would be interesting to try out a relationship. But I think you have some blocks to it because of shit that happened to you in the past. And, you know, if you went to therapy, it's not a forever. If you just went to therapy to focus on that with somebody, you might find one that you really like. It might be and it could really help you. And I don't know. I mean, like I've, I've read things on autism and, and there really isn't anything good out there and in, in teaching how to do relationships to autism. It's all right. No, that's why my question and I hate, sorry to cut you off again, but that's why my question, but I don't want to waste my time sort of trying to figure something out. That's not right. Because that's why my question about whether your sort of issues with relationship, do you think it's because you're autistic or do you think it's because you know, you're really gun shy because you were traumatized by being massively rejected when you were in high school. You know, it's well, like it, if, cause it, if it I, has I something thing, to do with the being rejected and all that stuff, like you could work through that stuff. Well, and I think, but one really feeds the other. I mean, like right, people I get on it. spectrum have like this. Inc- I mean, I'd be gun shy if everything was wonderful in life and so forth right i get it right mm-hmm. so but it's like even I mean, if you, you fix you, that you you started out that way you would yeah. go back to that you feel i like. mean you, you you fear touching the stove before you get burned you get burned and then yeah. you never touch the stove again right so it's a, so it's like not it's not it's you can't get the help you feel like maybe or it's not yeah. it's not well, helpful you can't so you have well, these they, relationships with escorts is it fulfilling yeah. um I mean, it's, it's sexually. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, 110%, but I mean, like emotionally it's, I don't know. You don't be in, I mean, I'd say I'm fulfilled with my relationships with my friends, my close family, but not, I mean, I don't want to start a family. I don't want to go all down that route. And I don't even know if I want to commit long-term to, Somebody, a relationship right. like that aren't there women on the spectrum like i wonder if that's like i mean they should have like a dating app Much, maybe <laughs> no very th- th- that's one of the annoying things about the spectrum also it doesn't it, i mean overwhelmingly the majority of people with on the spectrum yeah. are male oh interesting so it's not like there's it's not like you could yeah, just go it, find it's, a, it's, a, it's okay. something like three to one one males to females so even if you've got the, oh, you're going to find another autistic girl. And it's like, yeah, well, no, we just have the exact same problems. And we can't relate to each other that way because your set of problems is not the same. I mean, it is a spectrum. It's like not everyone has the same problem. Some can't even speak. Right, 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 right. Oh, God. Okay, so let's get back to, so you have the, so then what's the, your experience like with your first pregnant escort? Was it like, was that amazing? <laughs> uh, I mean, it it was in the sense that it takes so long to find them. Like, yeah, I don't know how that guy managed to get to a week or something. It's like, it's not, I mean, I might find three or four a year. Uh huh. Right. But it's, it, it's really, I mean, it, I mean, it, it, in a sense you were fulfilling a fantasy. Yes, it was amazing. And you keep going at it, but 
it wasn't really any better than any other sex I've had in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, wait, wait, quick question. Like the, when the other sex that you have, like you said, there's the other sex that I've had in my life. Have you, do you have sex with people outside of escorts? No, um, not, 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 I mean, like not, not, I mean, like I've done, I've done an Asian massage parlor once and wasn't really into it, but right. But I mean, have you ever no. been, like met a girl in a bar and like got drunk and went home and banged her? <sighs> It, it, um, I'm gonna have to say no. It's not. I mean, it's like I say. I was a virgin until I was had sex with an escort and haven't haven't felt the urge to go into a relationship ever since. Right, but I mean, a lot of guys don't want to go into relationships, just so you know, <laughs> that aren't on the spectrum. Yeah. But they want to get laid, right? So they go out and they have one night stands with girls. So and you know, and they just meet people. Why, why, why would I want? Why, why would I want to go through the process of meeting some stranger in the bar, bar risking direction when I have two hundred bucks and go get somebody else? Right, but that statement right there brings me back to my whole thing, where I just think like you yeah. need to work through that maybe in therapy, and you could get over that. So. Um, so, but, so when you say like the sex with the pregnant escorts is no different than all the sex you've had before. So all the sex you've ever had has been with escorts. Sometimes every couple of times, every couple, a couple times a year, you could find a pregnant one. And the rest of the time you get laid by with escorts solely, right? Like that's like your, yeah, and your it, 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 it's like maybe I'm doing it once a month or so. It's not right. something. Mm-hmm. It's not something I'm doing. I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a sex addict. It's just like. Right, for sure. Like you, that, listen, if that's the only way you get laid, right? I mean, I yeah. think sometimes it's like a sign of sex addiction if like a guy's married and then he has some girlfriends yeah. and then he's seeing hooker. You know what I mean? Like it is just yeah, like, no. a, how much yeah, do you no, need? I, yeah, I mean, I might do a little bit more just when I find a pregnant girl and I strike one of the irons and hot, hot, you only get nine months to do this. Right. And then so you fuck her through the yeah. whole her whole pregnancy. <laughs> well, it, that's the other thing. It's like at pregnant escorts, they don't actually a lot of them don't like to tell they're pregnant. Like the one about half of the girls I find are referrals from other escorts. Right. So they know, but the girl doesn't want them yeah. to know or to be telling you, but they let you yeah, know. Or or, or or they're they're people that wouldn't normally escort, but are open to it. Right. Mm hmm. And there, and you find them because another escort tells you, like, "Hey, this girl is pregnant, yeah. and I think that she wouldn't mind banging you for two hundred bucks." Yeah, and and I always say, "Listen, get, talk to her, give her my num- number, tell her I'm willing to do this, do this, and we can make it happen." Like, I, it's actually fun. I've had two pregnant threesomes. Well, oh, like that guy? He, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just like him, I've managed to pull that one off. And both times it was because the other one of the girls introduced me to a friend. She brought somebody else in. Oh, wow. So that's that's yeah. pretty major. No, I mean, that was oh, yeah. probably it, it, really it, it, great. It's 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 living a fantasy. It's it's a, I mean, the the only the only pregnant fantasy that I haven't lived is uh, I'd like to have sex with somebody who has twins or more. So like a really big belly is what the... Oh, yeah. Right. You want the bigger, the better. Absolutely. Right. And so you I ha- mean, if it's... Yeah. I mean, if, she, if she, uh, it's it's fun. Like one of the escorts I had was about to give birth the next day. Like she was already having contractions. Right. 
And so, and she, so she had a huge belly and that's the turn on to you. It's like visually what you see. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And now the two pregnant girls, how much did you pay for that? Was it like just double the price? Like two Yeah, I gave them 200 bucks each. Right. And did you have sex with both of them? Did they have sex together? Like what went down? Um, I had sex with both of them. They, I mean, I wasn't going to ask them to have sex with each other. And I mean, it was just a lot of touching feeling. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, experience them both. It's one of those things. Sex is always a little better in your head, but at the same token, you're living a fantasy. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you probably, I think that this happens a lot is like, it's also when you're done, the thought of it, right. And the memory of it oh, could turn you on like for the next month. Right. Oh yeah. And there, there was, I mean, they were, I mean, this is the beautiful thing about not getting into relationships. Like I do, the other guy took, took, took trophies and I, got a lot of pictures from those experiences also really they let you take pictures oh yeah i mean they, they i mean the by the t- the first time i had the threesome i had seen both girls separately on a couple of occasions so they they knew i wasn't going to be sharing anything or anything crazy like that right they knew that this is just your thing you're a guy you're not going to be yeah. out there this is your own oh. private thing and they trusted you oh absolutely yeah. Now, do they charge you extra to take those pictures? Uh, they um, they didn't, but I was pretty much a regular client at those points. So. Right. And now when you say you have like these like sort of ex- like great conversations with the escorts, you know, like what kind of stuff do you and how long are they there for? Normally, is it like after you have the sex with them? No, I mean, it, it's. It's not during because it's like, believe it or not, I, it's one of those lies where it's like, you know, you're paying for sex. You know, she doesn't want this anything. She doesn't, I mean, she's not your girlfriend. And I always kind of have that statement, but I don't know. I've, I've helped out escort escorts that were struggling after without strings attached. It's just one of those things. I mean, like, and I mean, they're pregnant also and. None of them had actually had steady boyfriends, so they're in a difficult spot just there in and of itself. So I, yeah, like one I had given, um, one I, I mean, big. I mean, I drive for Uber on the side, so giving rides to people's no big deal. And one didn't have a car, so I kind of drove her around town, town, not to clients, just to normal stuff. Right, right, right. Helped her out that way. So you took it outside of the bedroom and created sort of these relationships sometimes. I've heard that many times with other guys before. I think like, yeah, like I think what people go to escorts for are sometimes even like booty call sex. Like I have one guy that always tries to booty call me and he's like, I want the girlfriend experience because it's just like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I get that, but I'm not into that. Like, it's that's like a lot of work, right? Like, I mean, you know, you, you don't just, and like you said, even though you know it's not i mean this guy knows i would not his girl you know you just want that experience for that time that you're with the person right yeah and that's what you get from these escorts without having to have a relationship which is something that you're not really interested in yeah now at work and stuff like do you have any girls that are your friends or do you have like guy friends that you're close with do people know this side of you Oh, yeah. Like I was in a fraternity in college. I mean, some of my best friends is actually one of the crazier stories. I was at um, uh, one of my fraternity buddies weddings and uh, well, uh, ba- wedding bachelor party. Yeah. And they they went to a strip club 
And sure enough, there was a pregnant dancer. And like, you're kidding. Yeah. None of these these guys, like you have to understand all all except for like one guy in the fraternity didn't know about my fetish. Like I just didn't. I mean, that was just one aspect of my life. I didn't share with them. So just one guy though knew. Yeah. One guy and he wasn't at this bachelor party. So it wasn't, it wasn't even a, a, a factor there. So literally like my best bud from college is having his bachelor party. A couple other guys from the fraternity, a couple of his friends were all at the strip club having this bachelor party. Sure enough, there's a pregnant dancer. Wow. And like, it's one of those things. It's like, I can't find these girls. And I, I find I have a hard time finding these girls. So it's like, you've got to buy a dance. To get, I mean, it's there. Yeah. And, and it's, I don't know. It's one of these weird things. It's like, I decide, you know what, to hell with it. I'm going to have a dance with this girl. Like she wasn't on stage just because she was pregnant and they wouldn't let her. Yeah. But I, I bought a couple dances with her. My other fraternity brother saw, um, actually saw me dancing with her. And I was thinking I was going to get shit, shit about it for like years. And it's like, they never spoke of it again. It was like, Oh yeah. yeah maybe some the of them had the yeah, secret. Yeah. Maybe they were, had the secret fetish too, but they didn't want to sort of let their freak flag fly that night. You know what I mean? And sh- well, make it no, out. You never I, know. I don't think, you I, don't know. Uh, maybe they didn't see it as a big deal. I don't know. I mean, I think it would have been different if I had like a 300 pound girl or something, but right. But some guys are into that too. Like you just like, I just think like, you know, with uh, people are into all kinds of things and sometimes even just for like an hour, you know what I mean? That I, I think guys know that more than women know that. And I think that's why guys are less judgmental about shit like that because God knows what those guys have been into for, you know, one day when they're Googling. Right. I mean, come on. So that's cool. So nobody said anything to you. And so you got a bunch of, lap dances from her yeah as many as, as much as was in my wallet so <laughs> right what are some other like hot stories or interesting stories oh the uh well like i say i had the um i, I did the, the the threesome with uh pregnant girl on two different occasions with two different well sorry three different occasions but with two different sets of escorts Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, that's made that's a good score to have been able to sort of make that happen two separate times. Yeah. And it was I mean, like to give you an idea of how difficult it is to find pregnant escorts like I I have legitimately traveled interstate to do it. Oh, wow. Like a dozen times. Like Mm -hmm. and it's just the neighboring states in my area. But still, it's. I mean, like the furthest I've driven is uh, I'm on the eastern seaboard and I did drive to Detroit to find a pregnant uh, a stripper one time. Wow. To have sex with her, like, or was uh, it to well, just get a this dance? Was the, I did get dances with her, but it, it was uh, it was one of those clubs where where it was a, one of those clubs where if, if it was available, you could get it. I mean, like right. the, I mean, this, this this was not this was not a reputable strip club, and so you could like bang the girls in the back. A- absolutely, right. And did you with her? Yes, I did. Right. Okay. I mean that that one was like I mean it's a strip club, so I was like, okay, your song's done, sex over. I mean, it wasn't that one wasn't a kind of a reputable sexual experience, but she was. She was like eight months or something, still dancing. They had her on stage. 
I saw it on a former, hey, there's this pregnant stripper here, here, <laughs> how disgusting type thing. And it's like, maybe for you. Right. But for you, that's but, your thing. Now, after, because you said in college, like there was only like one guy that knew about you. Do any of your friends now know about like your interest? Um, well, like there's there's communities online of like fetishists. And I mean, of course, I've bragged about exploits to them, but no, no, nobody. Uh, I mean, nobody else really in my personal life, like my I mean, my parents knew my brother knew, but like. It's one of those things. It's it's, it's just, they never talk about it, and I mean, I'm talking to you, so I'm letting my freak flag fly today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Like I said, I mean, it's like it's safe to to sort of talk to me, and, and you're talking to all my listeners, right? There's going to be yeah. thousands of people that listen to this podcast, right? We we can hope so. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, listen, you found that guy's episode and he called in so long ago, you know, um, and the great thing about podcasts is they sit on line forever, right? So it's not like if people don't hear it the week I air it, they could hear it a year from now. You know what I mean? It's like always there and they could possibly relate. I think this podcast is about two things, the pregnant thing, but also about <laughs> autism and being on the spectrum and how that affects somebody because... I still wonder about your dating life and where you'll be, you know, 10 or 15 years from now. Like, do you think it will always like, do you, is there any part of you that wishes you could get a like a regular girl interested in you without an escort or is it, or do you prefer the escorts or do you not care? I mean, I, 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 I prefer the comfort. I mean, it's like you don't, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It's like I'm fulfilled. Like I, I mean, my brother just got married, and he's gonna. Have, I mean, hopefully he'll have a kid soon. And then it's like I like kids, but I'd like to be an uncle to his kids. Yeah, of course. But I mean, like, no. I mean, like you, you like sex, right? And you like you have oh, yeah. this fetish. You like pregnant. You know, would you? Do you have any desire to like you know have a like one girl that you don't have to pay for that you could have sex with like have you ever been able to do have you ever felt a connection well, with any of the escorts and sort of tried to take it out of that sort of realm? i mean i mean like there, there, there's been the like i, I mean it, in the sense that i like would care that's like if, if if you called me and said i need help now type thing i'd come and get it but not like not not in the, I want to get, I mean, it's, you, you can't get past the, I just paid, paid to have sex with you for an hour type deal. Right, right, right. But do you have like, I mean, do you ever see girls at your work or out that you wish like, oh, I wish I could bang her, you know, like, or oh, well, do you, you ever have like attractions you, to women that you know and, but you just keep it to yourself and you don't go there because you're afraid of rejection or. Oh, oh yeah, but I mean, like, this is one of those things. Where it's like the pregnancy fetish is killer because it's like you get no greater sign of she's taken than she has a baby bump. <laughs> right. I mean, like, in 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 wedding ring even can be removed. It's like, right. I mean, she's got a kid coming. It's like she comes to you or you don't do it at all. Right. Hmm. And it, it's just like not. I, I it's, but it's one so of those is it? Do like, you like that? You like that aspect of it? The unavailability? No, actually, it's the worst thing about the fetish. Right, 
because they it, get off the like, market. They they get off the market. It's one of those things. It's like you're not. I mean, you're you're off the market. A lot of women, for some reason, think pregnancy is unattractive to men. I uh-huh. don't know where they get that idea. I mean, I haven't sent any guy that says, ew, she's pregnant. Disgusting. Never happened. I've heard it. I think well, some guy, then, I think it goes either way. I think some guys find it very mm-hmm. attractive and some guys don't. I think it also yeah. some guys I think when they're with a woman who's pregnant and it's their they and it's their baby mm-hmm. inside, they might be a little freaked out by the yeah. fact that you know, I think that there's I think people are in one or two ca- like you know, you mm-hmm. never know. I think there's both oh, sides. Yeah. But um, and I think that women sometimes feel very attractive being pregnant or and some women just don't feel attractive being pregnant, you know, so I think that also happens. And and I understand also it's hard to feel attractive when everything hurts, your body's changing. Right. But a lot of them, though, are super horny. Oh, I believe I I know that. Right. I mean, I've I've had, like I say, some of the best sex I've had with has been with pregnant escorts and some of it's the worst is with pregnant escorts. Right. And it's 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 a spectrum and it's just like it's what turns you on. You keep going for it. Yeah. What about this? Do you get turned? Do you enjoy regular sex with escorts that aren't pregnant? Oh yeah, like I said, the first—I mean, the first girl escort I was was not uh, right. was not pregnant, and I mean, you, I mean, you, nine walks into the room and nine walks into the room. Right, right, exactly. And so that's an that's an that could be enough for you too—the fact that she's. A oh yeah, nine. It, it's 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 not one of these things where I can only get off on pregnant girls. It's like right, uh huh. That's, that's just the thing right. that instantly turn turns your head. That's the I'll right. So like once a month. You sort of will have a escort, but when you find, I'm assuming when you find the one girl who's actually pregnant and you could get that, you maybe increase your sort of time with someone because oh. you got to get it oh. while she's pregnant, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, abs- I mean, it, you got to strike when the iron's hot on that. Like, it's, if you don't, I mean, that's the annoying thing with finding pregnant escorts is a lot of them don't bother to mention that they're pregnant until it's so blatantly apparent that they can't, I mean, Hide they're going to, right. Yeah. And then you only have a short time. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, I always like to ask when I'm, before I'm commit to seeing an escort, it's like, well, how far along are you? And they, they always hesitate because they think I'm going to be turned off by it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like, I found you, you advertised it, I'm into it. Right, right. This is the thing that I like. And the, right. And the longer mm-hmm. I have with you, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yep. you know, um, and so when you said that guy had like tokens and trophies or whatever that he took for you, it's pictures that you like to sort of take from these experiences. Oh, yeah. Like, I've, I mean, I've uh, I, I've gotten maybe 15 different pictures of 15 different escorts I've been with who have all been pregnant. Right. Mm-hmm. And like I've, I've gone to Vegas and had them there. I've had them. In Detroit, like I said, I had them in other cities on the eastern seaboard. Right. Vegas, well, just when you were there vacationing? I mean, I'm yeah, assuming you didn't yeah. drive there for a pregnancy, but you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, f- I flew there. It was one of those things where it's like my city had a really cheap flight out there, and I went out there, and, well, looking for escorts, you try to find them wherever you can, and it's like, oh, there's a pregnant escort in Vegas. Maybe I should vacation there. Now, when you vacate, when you went to Vegas, did you go by yourself? Did you go with friends? 
Oh, so, so solo, solo. The big, the big. I mean, uh, the. I don't understand how you get a uh, get get a uh, get friends together for Vegas. Everyone wants to go their separate ways anyway. Right. Okay. So you just went alone, and yeah. you knew that. Did you you knew ahead of time that there was a pregnant escort there, and that's why you went. Yeah. It was someone that you had noticed and was hot. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I knew she. I, I knew there was a pregnant escort there there and it was just kind of a bonus like i'd planned a trip ahead of time but i was thinking okay well while doing this look for see if there's an escort there sure enough there was make a call to the hotel room bada bing bada boom right and and did you see that girl while you were there on your vacation like every day was it a one-time thing i did see her a couple times while i was there right and and she was good <laughs> oh she 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 was real good. She was at, she was actually the next dancer at the Spearmint Rhino. Right. So she was like a ten, and then but just happened to be yeah. pregnant at the time. Oh yeah, and she she was like eight months plus. So. Right. She she, she had definitely found a niche. And now, did she charge? Do they typically charge? Like, what is the range of price? Like, how much did she that girl charge? <sighs> Honestly, I do not remember. Right, but it's typically <laughs> around two hundred bucks. To, uh, to, uh, highest I've ever paid for an escort was two fifty. Right. Okay, that's not bad. What's the lowest? Lowest, um, hundred bucks. And now, do you use condoms with them? Do they make you always? Use condoms? Always. Okay. Right. Always. I do. I mean, I mean, I mean, my Johnson doesn't touch her without a rubber on it. That's smart, because that's the only way to be safe. Like you can't even go on the outside yeah. without a condom. Yeah, like I don't, I, I don't, I mean, like, I, it amazes me how many girls just assume, oh, we'll do a bareback blowjob. It's like, you can still get stuff that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, just putting it on the outside, a lot of diseases can be, some certain certain STDs can only be spread by going inside, but there's a whole bunch of them that could be spread just from the outside, right? So, you know, if you really want to be safe, you have to, you know, not even, like you said, let it touch you without, you know, a condom on, whether you're the person wearing the condom or not, right? Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I... I, I... I try to get tested discreetly every year, so just in case. Right. Uh, what are your any bad stories to tell before we wrap it up? Um, well, the hor- the horror story is I found a girl's heroin needle one time. Oh God, yeah, that's sad. I mean, yeah, you went they, to her, or she came to you, and it was she dropped I, out of I, her I, back. I, I went to her. Her went to her house. House had sex with her. She was like, she was like eight eight months and. I was in the bathroom taking a piss beforehand and oh look there's a heroin needle out there wonderful oh god poor baby so yeah it's, it's, I, I i i hope to god that cps took her kid away right well yeah who knows i mean maybe she wasn't yeah. even keeping maybe she gave the kid away you know maybe she wasn't keeping the kid you don't know what happens afterwards well i, I mean how it, do you it, find it, them what, now let me ask you this how do you find them now that there is no craigslist right and is there back page um, anymore like how do you find uh, these sk- people? Sk- um skip the games is probably the new one for finding escorts what is it called skip the games oh skip the games okay i've never yeah. heard of that one and so that's um, a place where you could find escorts now yeah and th- there's a private forum in my 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 community that, in my city that has um that it's actually a genius system because it's clients clients vouch providers providers vouch clients yeah yeah so, yeah uh-huh 
So it's very hard for cops to get in because nobody's going to vouch the cop. Right, of course, right. So it's the you know that the people are both sides are legit. <laughs> you don't have to say uh, where what the website is, but what are some of the other forums for people that are listening? That because a lot of people are just going to listen to this because they're curious, like I am. But a lot of people are going to find this podcast because they're like you and they have this fetish, right? And maybe you could give them places to go online that you go, like forums or places that are good that you could recommend. <laughs> Well, I mean, for like, I mean, for preg- uh, for like pregnancy fetish, like there's an uh, there's a site called Pregophilia that's kind of like a community where everyone just like talks and so forth and posts videos and so forth. But finding escorts there, not so much. Um, right, but maybe picture or like just meeting like-minded people and discussion and that yeah. kind of stuff is that what you find there? Oh yeah, and I mean like, I mean, I mean basically a webcamming's kind of taken over pornography right now, like. I mean, that's the new strip club. Right. So, and like, do chat you, your bay, can, uh, my free cans, those type things. Right. Do you do that? Did you find any pregnant women on there? Oh, at any given moment, you can find about a dozen girls camming on there that are expecting. Oh, interesting. And now, do you like that? Do you, does that satisfy oh, you? Oh, yeah. That's like, I, my, my, my computer hard drive is probably full of <laughs> girls that are expecting. Right, right, right. Oh, so that's like yeah. a good thing for you and for people. They could go on yeah. these sort of chat rooms and find people. Oh, not yeah. chat rooms. Um, well, campsites. Yeah, campsites and find them. And do you do private yeah. sessions with them or? Occasionally. Right. And anyone uh, anywhere else that people could go? What is it called? Pregophilia? Pregophilia.com. How do you spell that? P-R-E-G-O? G-G-O. Yeah, P R E G G O and then P H I L I A or F like yeah P H. Let me pull it up and see. Oh no! Okay, I got it. Uh, Pregophilia. P R E G G O P H I L I A. Dot com. So that's a place for them to see uh, <laughs> videos too, all kinds of stuff, right? Yep. Yeah, videos, pictures, those kinds of things. It's I mean, now. Let me ask you this: Do you share the pictures that you have of the girls with with anyone, or or do you, are those your private sort of things? I have, but it's usually long after the pregnancy's over. Right, and where do you share them? Like on forums with other people that you're uh, sort of on, just on talking for, on forums. Like I've, right. I've shared some on on that forum. Right. Okay, and that's so the people could go there and share stuff and everything. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen, Bob, thanks for calling in and explaining everything. I would like to hear you, but I don't know if you care. I still can't get a read on it. <laughs> like get out there and, you know, maybe start trying to find, you know, just a girl to have sex with, you know, outside of escorts. But, you know, if not, uh, it's like you got your sort of fetish fulfilled and being taken care of in a way I- that is easy right I'm, i mean it's i mean you, you never say never but it it's not it, it it's one of those things right now in life i have no desire to like go go the relationship way i'm too happy having other things in life right but i'm just gonna say it one more time plenty of most guys don't want relationships and a lot of girls nowadays especially younger <laughs> girls you're only 32 
don't want relationships either, but everybody wants to get laid. So I'm just saying that you might be able to eventually one day find a girl that you could bang for free that doesn't want a relationship for for you, but also doesn't charge. And maybe you could just be friends with her. That exists a lot more than it did back in my day. Right. I think women and especially younger girls are much more open minded and much less interested in relationships than people, like I said, in my day. So it's like it's not like if you meet a girl and you're going to have sex with her, you have to have a relationship. You could meet girls to bang that, you know, that aren't escorts and just so you have sex, a one night stand or a booty call like those things exist, too. So. I I may I I keep I keep saying one day I'm going to get a Tinder profile and yeah you should just try it can you just try it for just try it why not sweat and then Uh, you know you don't have to you don't have to in a weird way like the the way that dating is set up now is probably perfect for somebody like you you know uh, I'll consider it. Consider it, and then if you ever do it, you need to come back on and tell tell us what happened. I'd be very curious. Will do, okay. absolutely. But anyway, but Good. yeah, great just, talking with you. Yeah, great talking with you. Thanks so much for calling in and telling us your story. I'll let you know when Thanks I so air much. it. I'll send you an email. Okay. All right. Thanks, Thanks Bob. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.